Just Being Honest, the JBH Podcast. Let's rock this. True food, full thought. Welcome to the Just Being Honest Podcast. The JBH Podcast is here to inspire people to dramatically enhance their health, their well-being, and lifestyle by providing an honest perspective and knowledge on eating, quote, real food, whether that is in physical form, the healthiest version of a whole food substance, or mental. What are you saying to yourself? What are you listening from other people? Huh? The less toxins you put in your body, the less toxins that are out in the universe, the environment, and the less toxins that you are spreading onto humanity. It's about creating a life of sourcing transparency, mental freedom, and physical harmony. Guys, this is the Just Being Honest podcast. This is true food for thought. We are getting deep. All day, every single day. You know what I'm craving at all hours of the day? Tea. You guys, you've heard me before. I'm a teaaholic. Hello. Hi. Raising my hand. Wait, raising both hands. Do you like tea? And when you think of tea, do you think of something that's like making you jittery? Well, guess what? Tea is a whole new world. It's basically the process of, you know, heating up herbs. Herbs that are giving back to you, body, mind, and soul. That's why I love Buddha teas. Ah, I can just taste it now, right? Guys, the Buddha teas philosophy, they strive to create teas that do more than satisfy a thirst. Buddha teas use fresh, high-quality ingredients to explore nature's best qualities and enrich the lives of tea drinkers everywhere. The fresh, organic herbs and tea leaves allow their teas to stay pure and natural, free from chemicals, preservatives, and added flavoring. The minimal processing and eco-friendly packaging helps to honor and protect the earth with every tea that they make. So, guys, it's time to start sipping on Buddha teas. Use code JBH15 to get a little perk on me. All right, put those pinkies up and cheers on me that's jbh15 at checkout buddha teas enjoy every sip guys episode 107 of the just being honest podcast okay so i don't even want to do a guest introduction for today because i want the whole episode to purely speak for itself it's a truly amazing, vulnerable, open-minded connection I have with my next guest. I think many of you can relate, both men and women. So I cannot wait to hear your feedback about this episode. I am just so excited and I am high on life. Yes, I did go for a run. So I'm feeling great today. How are you feeling? All right, guys, please enjoy this episode. We're just like literally going in three, two, Hi guys, this is your host, KB, and this
this is the Just Being Honest podcast. Guess what I'm doing? I'm sitting like a little plant on my floor. I've been running. Well, actually, okay. I've been burning the candle at both ends lately, and I can feel it. It's Wednesday. On Monday, I thought Monday was Tuesday by the end of the day. It's been so long. So I guess technically today I feel like it's what? Friday and a half? Uh, I don't know. But I'm sitting in my happy spot. I don't know if you have a happy spot in your life or in like a portion of your day that just kind of like revives or like fills your soul back up. I'm not saying it was like it's been a horrible week. It's been an amazingly like eye-opening beautiful week. I'm exhausted with excitement and opportunity but I'm a projector if you know anything about human design and baby girl is like energetically tired. So as a plant, I'm spreading my roots and um, enjoying this moment. And which brings me to some things that I want to share with you, what I like to do at the end of the day. I've been on this YouTube kick. Um, I don't own a TV. And I do have access, obviously, to watch television through my computer, what have you. But I've been on a mission to boost my YouTube this year. That's one of my goals. So I've been watching other people's. And guys, do you realize how much is on YouTube? You can watch anything. Like, I pretty much have no life now. But actually, you know what? Let's go back. I have more of a life because I know more. But it's amazing. I can just sit there and watch it scroll, 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 any topic I choose. Which brings me to my guest today. She actually reached out to me and we've become little buddies. I love it. And I kind of, I feel bad because I wish I had more time to spend with her. But she lives on the opposite side of the coast than me. So we only get to do virtual hangouts, which we get to do today, which I'm really excited to do. And I'm going to introduce you to Healthy Emmy, which is um, her little uh, title that she goes by on her YouTube channel. But I know her as Emily, and I just, I, I'm not gonna like go like, hey, Healthy Emmy, but Hey, Healthy Emily, welcome to the JVH Podcast. Hey, I am so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. So I love it. So when we first started talking, we kind of, I had to, I probably had to cut her off because I had to go somewhere, but we just started talking. And then it's like, of course, it's like you find your sisters, your soul sisters. I, I told that in my last episode, I think, with the founder of Little Hands Hawaii, you know when you talk to someone, you if you have something in common with them, they were meant to be in your life. So it's really fun that we met. And I kind of want to, Emmy, I just want to jump out there. Just kind of give us a synopsis since I am kind of a YouTube junkie right now. What is kind of like the, 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 elevator, the elevator pitch of your YouTube channel? Like what do you do? Because people, if they're familiar with YouTube, they know you can see freaking anything on there. So what's your style? I am 
the go-to nutritionist for weight loss on a plant-based diet. So for those of you that want to lose weight on a plant-based diet without counting calories, without eating tiny portions, if you like to eat and you like to eat carbs, I'm your girl because I teach you how to eat as much as you want and lose weight at the same time. So that is what I do over at Healthy Emmy. Interesting. And she's got personality. Like she's not just like, mm, here we go. Um, I love that. I absolutely love that. So let's start off with how did you, I mean, how did you get into nutrition? I'm always wondering, well, wait, hold on. M. let's go back because the way I like to start off is what was your childhood upbringing? My childhood upbringing. I was born and raised in Boston and I was born and raised to believe that you get a steady job and you work until you die. I had a very traditional upbringing, um, go to school, go to college, get a job, work, retire. And I was on that path and I did exactly that. I went to a great university and I graduated and I got a nice safe job as a math teacher, oh! but I uh, had a little dream and it was to be a YouTuber. And I was YouTubing on the side, I was YouTubing all through college. Um, and then at 23 years old, I went against everything that I learned growing up, which was to be safe, play it safe, um, do things that are predictable. And I decided to move to the other side of the planet. I moved to Australia. And I pursued my career as a YouTuber and a nutritionist. Um, and before I knew it, I had an entire business on my hands. Um, so I was raised very traditionally by very loving parents in a household uh, with older brothers. Um, with I, I had a very blessed childhood. Um, but I think that I gave my parents a little bit of a shock when I did what I did. Uh, but I'm happy that, that I did exactly that. So I'm a 24-year-old math teacher turned CEO, and here I am. You're living your second life already. I know. I've lived like a hundred lives. Oh. I was thinking, you know, I'm 20, I'm turning 25 this month, and in the, the first half of my 20s, I lived on three continents and had two completely polar opposite careers. Well, baby cakes, let me tell you something. So, <laughs> And I'm sure everyone above the age of their 20s will agree. Your 20s are the worst. I mean, for me, it's the hardest, the most soul-searching time of your life. Um, I've even, like, counseled many people that are, like, I feel like, well, I have a range of clientele ages. But 25, 20, and then, you know, to the 27, 28s, 25 is hard, first off. That was, like, my, like, real, like, quarter-life crisis. I really had one. And then, like, the 27, 28, you go back into your Saturn return. And so that's a big question of what's the meaning of my life. So you are going to start to feel it. But you're, like, on your way because you have already established that and you're almost 25. And you've really started to listen to that true passion of yours, which I love. Because a lot of people are still like, should I do this? Should I do that? And it's all because of judgment. They're like, what are they going to think about me? And you are already like a jump ahead and you're like, well, which what I can see is like, I, I don't care what they think about me. You know, I'm out there and da, 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 and this is my passion. And, you know, I'm not a math teacher anymore. But so hands down, applaud you 
But it is hard, you know, like you grew up with, you said a blessed family life and you have older siblings, which I don't know what they do. I don't know. Wait, so you're the youngest? I am the youngest. I'm the baby. You're the baby. Are you the only girl? The only girl. Oh my gosh. What a prize you are. Um, (laughs) And hey, I wasn't in the plans, but I'm the best kid. Wait, so how, what's the age difference? So they're older. Um, I have a brother in his 30s. I'm 25. And then I have a brother who's nearly 30 years old. So like I said, I wasn't... Funny story is my mom would kill me for telling the story, but I've got to tell this story that my mom is a nurse and she is a hospital nurse, but also a college nurse. And they were cleaning out the, just cleaning out the health services at the college. And she is like the oldest one there. Um, and all the other nurses are, are quite young. And one of the nurses pulls something else. And she's she's like, what is this, Lisa? And she goes, oh, my God, that's a diaphragm. It's a, it's a form of birth control that we used to use back in the day. And yes. she goes, do you know what I like to call that? And the nurse is like, what? And my mom's like, I call that the Emily. <laughs> Wait, what? She calls the diaphragm the Emily. Oh, oh so you were that you she, – Mama used a diaphragm, got you. And she got me because of it. <laughs> I'm sure that's how my mom got me. Anyways, um, no, but I love that because jumping back to your childhood, you know, like how was it growing up with like two older brothers, like roughing you around and then you trying to figure out like, who am I? Who am I? Right? Well, yeah, yeah, you exactly, KB. I, I had two older brothers and... I always sort of, I was left out because they were older, they were buds, and I was like the little girl running around trying to be cool with the pack. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, this reminds me of something that we talked about on the phone when we Mm -hmm. first started talking, Mm -hmm. Um, something that you talked about a little bit, how I'm I'm 24 right now, and I've already done all of this life, um, is that I sort of always felt like I was a 40 year old trapped inside mm-hmm. of a young body yeah. being an old soul. Um, and you know, we talked about as well, how a lot of people around our age are going out and mm-hmm. drinking and, you know, living it up as they say, but you and I have different passions at a younger age. And I've always felt like that. Even when I was a young one, I remember I was like three years old and somebody knocked on the door and They were like, is mommy home? And I was like, why are they talking to me like that? Like, why are they using this weird voice? I always have felt so much older and so much more mature. Um, And with my brothers, I I felt like that too. I just always felt like I was sort of in a body of a younger person that I didn't feel like I was supposed to be in. Yeah, it's so weird. And I kind of want to ask all of my listeners out there, like, have you ever felt that way as well? Like, being put in a role that you are not supposed to be put in, you know? I mean, I think (laughs) holidays are like the best example to show you like, you know, when you're forced to go home or what have you and people are still like treating you like you're four and you're like, you're like, I'm 32. Like, I got this, you know? Like, I've lived by myself for years. Like, I've got this, you know? Um, and it's just crazy because it also, like, I was talking to my sister during the holidays and, you know, I'm going tangent here, but, and we'll go full circle, but we were talking about, you know, like listening to one another, like really listening to people. Like, who are you? 
And and it's like judgments are made what in like within 10 minutes. No, excuse me, 10 seconds of each other, right? And it's not until you define yourself that you can clearly, you know, live into that footing, right? You have to define yourself. And that's why like platforms like, you know, podcasts and YouTubes are excellent at doing that. Because yeah, certainly there are some people that are just simply acting or putting on a stage. But for me, you know, guys, like literally I'm just being honest and people will comment on my Instagram like, oh my God, you're hilarious. I'm like, I, okay, thanks. But literally that's just me. Like <laughs> see me in an office, you know, guys, I do real estate too. Like, because I love that. That's part of my lifestyle and creating a lifestyle design. I mean, I'm just like, do, 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 you know, like here, but I'm par still having part, like a party, you know? So it's like, how do you define yourself? And that's why I like bringing Emmy on here because it's like, she helps spread that. Like, how are you defining yourself? How are you like laying down the lifestyle that you want to live? You know? So jumping back, who is Emmy? You know, I heard, I heard a quote once and you just reminded me of it, how you said, you know, even when you're doing real estate at the office, you're still, hey, like I'm doing me, I'm having a party here. I heard a quote once that said, go to where you're appreciated, not to where you're tolerated. Oh, and that love it. Say it again. So good. Go to where you're appreciated, not to where you're tolerated. When I heard that, I realized that the 40-year-old inside of me, whoever it was that I wanted to be, I was going to be that person. And I was going to be that person unapologetically. Because you know those situations, KB, where like, all right, you're in a crowd of people. Mm. Let's say you're at dinner or something, and, and everybody's like, oh, let's get this for the appetizer. And everyone's like, oh, I love that food. I love that food. And you don't really like that food. And you're like, oh, yeah, I love that food. And then somebody else is like, man, that food sucks. And you're like, wait, no, I, I, I was thinking that because I would have been a friend. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And for that reason, I just love having this mentality of let's just be whoever it is that we want to be. And then we'll attract the people yes. that we actually want in our lives. Yes. That's, that's what I love that you just said that because I, <sighs> big sigh. So I've lived most, you know, my life in a nutshell, I've lived most of my life knowing that I'm literally like not from this planet. Like I see things, feel things, what have you. And I just rattle to my own drumbeat, like much like you probably do. And it's just like, I literally, I have no one to impress. I just, I don't. Like the only person I want to impress is myself. I've gone through, I've gone through the ringers of trying, of it's, it, you know, going through perfectionism or what have you or like trying to impress that person but then at the end of the day it's like they really don't give an SHIT like they're really not thinking about you that much you know like oh my gosh do they really like these socks I'm wearing or what have you like they really they, they don't care you know but um it's so true like speak up that's why we hear like the speak your truth you know oh my yeah, gosh we would care so little if we knew how little people cared mm -hmm. <laughs> at the end of the day. There's that, I've seen a meme where somebody, it's like, nobody cares about me. And then mm -hmm. it's like, nobody cares, you know? We may as well just go do what we want to do. And this is something that has been difficult for me in relationships and in intimate mm -hmm. relationships. 
in thinking, you know, am I ever going to find, I, I used to think before I was in the relationship that I'm in now, am I ever going to find somebody that accepts me for who I am? I'm not a typical 24 year old. I don't drink. I don't go out and party. I don't do these typical things. I eat a weird vegan diet. Am I ever going to find somebody that not weird. accepts that? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That's how I felt though, you know? And I think that a lot of people and perhaps a lot of people listening to this podcast think that, you know, am I ever going to find somebody that accepts me for me or should I change so that mm-hmm. I can fit into a mold that somebody else would like? Um, and I'm so blessed to have somebody now who, when I was on the dating market, I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to be me because what I don't want to happen is to get into a relationship with somebody and then realize down the line, oh my gosh, I've been a fake person this whole time. And now I'm trapped with this person for for the rest of my life. So may as well just be myself. And if somebody loves me, there will be somebody that will love me for, for me. And that's the right person. Um, but definitely with, with relationships, it was something that was hard for me in the past feeling like I was a little bit different. And I don't know if that's something that perhaps you struggled with as well. Yeah, sure. I mean, I love talking about this, especially since a lot of people, you know, like Valentine's Day, this is around the Valentine's Day of the year where, you know, obviously, I feel like everyone's kind of staring at me lately, you know, like, I'm like, okay, like, you know, people are like clinging on to one another, but at the end of the day, you've got to love yourself because... As I tell my clients, as I tell people in general, that, like, you know, energy is energy. Vibration is vibration. You know, like, like attracts like. And people know if you create a victim bubble for yourself. If you're, oh, whoa, me. Oh, gosh. My hair. Oh, this sucks. You know, my jeans. I don't look good in it. Blah, blah, blah. If you are like self-victimizing yourself, you're going to get the people that are going to want to prey on you. And yeah. (laughs) And you're going to be like, why am I attracting all these people that are just like deadbeats? Because you're creating a deadbeat relationship with yourself, you know? But when you say like, I love who I am, you know, that's even like speaking out to your family. Like the amount of years it took, I mean, my mom understood because she's, you know, within that world of functional nutrition. But, you know, for the amount of years that, like, my my family, I'm from the Midwest, I'm from Kansas, you know, accepted that I was, like, plant-based vegan. Like, I'm not eating Kansas City's, like, prized barbecue. Like, that this is my life, that I live in California, you know. Then it wasn't, you know, until I was really just, like, yeah, this is me. Like, Thanksgiving, like, I'm not going to eat that. I'm not going to eat that, like, and I'm not going to eat processed food. Like, I'm now I'm very strong about it, you know? Like, I don't eat that because it does not make me feel my best. And plus, Emily, like, we don't need to defend who we are because we are all born as individuals. And then when you learn to love yourself as an individual, your truth, like, you'll attract that person. But yes, as I went into a circle on that, it is hard to attract the person that I want truly in my life. Sure, I've had some great attractions and some great people that I thought would be amazing, but um, it's sometimes interesting, like at the end of the day, you're like, well, maybe they don't want the good girl. You know, a lot of people want the bad girl or what have you because in all reality, like, or maybe a female wants the bad guy, 
there's something within themselves that they're not ready to sit with, right? right? I think also a lot of people forget even what the point of a relationship is. And it's not to make you whole. The purpose of mm. a relationship is to get into a relationship with somebody so that you can become the best version of yourself. And a lot of times, you know, for people listening that maybe around Valentine's Day, they're, they're not sharing it with somebody else. Well, remember what the point of a relationship is, is to make you the best version of yourself. And that's something that you can work on, like, through what you said, KB, is, is through self-love, through energy. So yes, if you are yes. listening and you don't have a date this Valentine's Day, then do the same thing that everybody else is doing that does have a date so that you can get the benefit of becoming the best version of yourself through cultivating a strong relationship with yourself. Yeah, or call me. I mean, you know what? We're Really, we should set up like a group chat that day. Like if, like I'm <laughs> yeah. fine with hanging out by myself. Like I'm like, I'm like totally yeah, cool. Yes, like a little party, like a meetup. I mean, I'm totally cool with hanging out with by myself. I'm an outgoing introvert, so at the end of the night, I'm like, now that I'm like a YouTube hoarder, like I'm like, yes, got my like little candles lit, gonna do my meditation, like it'll be my zen zone, I'll be in bed by nine, I'm great, you know? Um, but it is true, like support one another, like that's what you want. You want the, you really do want the best friend in the beginning. Um, you want someone that's going to support you. I, I mean, you can have whatever you want, but I necessarily, I, I don't really want my twin. Like, I don't want a twin. I remember, <laughs> I don't think he listens to this podcast, but I remember I had like a best friend in high school and we dated. We ended up dating. We literally was were like inseparable and he's such a great guy. Um, at the end, obviously, we broke up, like, in college, but we dated throughout then. But I remember we went to the grocery store at one point, and someone asked us if we were twins. And I, at that point, was like, oh, my gosh. Like, they think we're brother and sister, you know? So I was just like, okay, you know? Not not saying that, you know, obviously, couples sometimes start to look alike. But, yeah, it's just about, like still being yourself within a relationship, right? I mean, don't you agree? Like individuals together. Yeah. Individuals together, which is hard for me because I'm so particular. I'm like a Virgo, you know? Wait, what are you? I'm on the cusp between Aquarius and Pisces. Are you now? What's what are your yeah, other signs? You know what's funny is my brothers are both on the cusp too. So all three of us are on the cusp. Wait, what are they on the cusp of? Let's see. Max is on the cusp of Gemini and whatever. You know, he's May. He's May twentieth. Oh, so summer. Oh, Gemini. so he's a Gemini Cancer. And then Ty is November twenty second. I have no idea what that means. He's oh, so he's he's yeah he's um Scorpio Sagittarius. And I just think that that's interesting. Is I've always sort of felt like. I never really fit into a certain category and I'm on the cusp between those two. Is Ty, is Ty very stubborn? Um, he's, I, I wouldn't say he's stubborn. He's, he's very easygoing, but he, he's on a, 
She's like, wait, she's like, wait, why is she asking me this? I'm like, I believe, so when I do my sessions, I work a lot of astrology in there and I believe, yeah, you can find a lot about someone. Well, I'm interesting. Yeah. The cusp is a very, it's a little wishy-washy. Oh. Well, can you tell me something about me being on the cusp between Aquarius and Pisces? Yeah, sure. So you're very caring. I mean, with the Pisces, uh, but the Aquarius does show in my personal belief, um, there's a lot of. There could be a lot of OCD connected oh, with that. Oh, hundred percent. hundred percent. Which, which actually, if you don't mind me asking, because I want to go back of how you got from. Well, that kind of explains like a math teacher. You have to have everything in order. Why did you go from math to nutrition? Tell us a story, and you can be honest, and you can go as deep or non-deep as you want. Well, I had such a passion for nutrition because when I discovered the plant-based lifestyle, I fell in love within a day. I Wait, pause. Like- Why did you... Oh, you're telling me how you found it. How did you find the plant-based lifestyle? On YouTube, of course. <laughs> um, one day, I was a, a, a teen. This is not endorsed and- by YouTube, by the way. <laughs> I know, seriously, but I would love that. Sponsor us. Yeah. Um, I was just browsing YouTube one day and... I was watching what I eat in a day videos oh. and I started watching ones of people on a whole foods plant-based diet and they were all glowing and they looked amazing. And I mean, I wasn't the type of person that was really into nutrition. I was just a normal gal. I was raised on a standard American diet and I was always a fit, like generally healthy person. I was an athlete growing up. And so I was just like generally healthy, nothing crazy. And I said, you know what? I'm going to do this plant-based diet. And that was the day that I went vegan almost six years ago and haven't looked back since. I've been 100% vegan since that day. And the next day, I'm a huge runner. I run every single day. Mm. My running times improved dramatically. I had never felt so amazing in my entire life. And I was obsessed I didn't even know that I wasn't in spectacular health until getting into spectacular health and being like, how did I even live before this? So I became obsessed with the plant-based lifestyle. At the same time, my dad was pushing 250 pounds mm-hmm. and I feared that he wasn't going to be around much longer if he was doing what he was doing. So I got him onto the diet and also got my mother onto the diet My mother was taking statin for her cholesterol, and my dad, like I said, was pushing 250 pounds. Um, I was in college by the time, and by the time that my dad came to my college graduation, he was back to the weight that he was at when he graduated college, which is 180 pounds, off all of his medications, and my mom was off statin. And so the plant-based lifestyle truly changed my life, and it's going to allow my kids to have a grandfather. So I became obsessed with the lifestyle and I started to YouTube about it. And that is how I got into YouTube. Um, that's, that's how the, the nutrition thing came about. But like I said, I was already in college on track to become a math teacher. So it was, it was my side hustle that I was obsessed with. So wait, so you got um, certified as a nutritionist after yeah, while I was a math teacher. While you were, look at you, girl, modern woman. But I love that. See, here's the thing, you know, and also there's probably like little indications when you were a child, right, about you wanting to be super duper healthy, about maybe being different than your family. 
I mean, I, I find these all clues to, like, our definition of life and, like, really standing in your own voice and your own vibration. But I just love that. And, gosh, you know, to to even, like, talk to your parents about that and, like, <laughs> persuade them to, you know, take on that challenge, you know, of changing their lives. Like, teaching an old, old dog new tricks, right? It's, I, I, like I said, I'm blessed with incredible parents for, uh, you know, 60 years old, they've been eating this way for 60 years and then they make this 180 and keep up with it for years and years after it's unbelievable. And I think it's a testament to how healing the plant-based diet is, um, and how spectacular it can make you feel. I love that. I love that. So what is like, okay. So with the plant-based lifestyle, um, oh, well, speaking about being an athlete with that, I kind of want you to share your journey because I know I'm a huge athlete too. Right now I'm training for a half marathon and, you know, people always ask me like, KB, like, how are you like getting like enough in? I'm like, I really, I just am like, I honestly, like, I don't even have to eat a ton. Um, it's called nutrient density guys. Um, so you know, like what, what are your tactics? Like, do you eat strictly like real food? Are you one that's in to adding supplementation? Um, what kind of give us the breakdown? Like since you're a runner, you run every single day, long distance, short distance. Yeah. So I run six miles a day Woo! and I growing up was the kid. I would ask my parents, can I run around the block? Can I run laps around the backyard? I just loved running. And I grew up playing every sport, but my main sports were soccer and then track. And track really became my thing. I just love, I love to run. I love it. Because, you know, I mean, there's the nothing high. like this playing. Yeah, there's nothing like those endorphins. It's, mm. You feel so strong and capable. And I think it's a great gratitude practice as well mm. to be able to finish a run and be like, how lucky am I to have been able to do that and have legs that can bring yes. me six miles every day. That's that's unbelievable. So I, I love to run. One of my sayings on my YouTube channel is kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. I am not the girl who's obsessing over protein, fat, carbs, insulin, this many hours after your workout, get this in, get this many grams of this. No, no, no. That's, that's craziness. I think instead we should just keep it simple and eat whole foods eat when we're hungry and stop when we've had enough. So I eat totally unprocessed, whole real foods, the stuff that you find in the produce aisle. Um, and to make sure that I'm getting enough, the World Health Organization says that you need 5% of your daily calories from protein and all whole foods have at least 5% of those calories from protein. So, so long as you're eating enough food, you're getting enough protein. I know that you know all this, KB. Um, and so Another thing for us to remember is that the body's preferred source of fuel is glucose, carbohydrates, and whole real foods packed with that stuff. So the the plant-based diet, you know, people are like, oh, do you get enough? Is that does that support your running? <laughs> Honey, <laughs> that is what made my running what it is because we are fueling ourselves with gold by eating this diet as athletes. Yeah. No, 100%. Um, have you seen the movie Change Makers or Game Changers? Game Changers, yes. And I'm trying to get my 
happened to watch it with me because he's a big athlete too. But I mean, yeah, the proof is in the pudding, right? Yeah, no, um, I'm really good friends with Brendan Brazier, who is one of the executive producers on it. And, um, you know, he is literally, if your boyfriend needs to like look at a guy that, um, that is completely vegan, plant-based, you know, and is still like, I mean, Brendan probably runs like his base mileage, like 10 to 12 miles a day. Perfect, great recovery. The other thing is he is built. Like he has got muscle, he's got stamina, he has energy, you know. I'm not saying he's like some slim gym. Like he's, sure, he's like, he's slim, like, but it's in shape. But he's got muscle definition out of the wazoo, right? So that just goes to show you, fellas, like, <laughs> he's not messing around, you know? So these are, like, huge things. And there's other things in Game Changers that guys might want to see as well. But um, I'll just, you know, put that out there. I'm talking testosterone, what have you. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's a huge thing that I think, I think just everyone needs to see. I think you know, even females and males, like males don't realize that they have hormones. Females, of course, you know, like my hormones, my hormones. But what they don't realize is that a plant-based diet can, and everyone's an individual, but can truly help heal your hormones, right? 100%, especially if you're coming from eating animal products. I mean, guys, what do they inject in all of those animals, you know? How does a cow produce milk? Cows don't just produce milk. They have to be pregnant. How does the cow get pregnant? Well, you got to pump her up with all the hormones and then artificially inseminate her. And then we eat and drink that stuff. And we're taking in all those hormones. And then we get on the plant-based diet, which like you said, KB can really heal and regulate your hormones. Yeah. And not even just hormones, but it's like everything, like your liver function, your like gut, you know, what have you. Like fiber, fiber, fiber. We don't get enough fiber. Guys, eat beans, you know. And, you know, whatever way you have to start. Wow, I love how we like totally trans transitioned slowly into like a bandwagon of like going plant-based. Which I'm fine, because I'm just being honest. But seriously, whatever way you have to start, start. And then you can tweak it to your like easeability from there so if you have to buy you know or get uh beans from the the snack bar or the food bar what have you that's fine start with that start with little and then i can prepare tell you how to prepare you know like loose beans you know from the bulk section how to soak them so you don't have that gassy reflection but in all reality guys let me tell you something you think you get gas from beans and legumes? Well, it's just because your gut is not used to it yet. Try it a couple times, learn how to prepare them. Literally just takes like not being lazy and making excuses. And over time, even like a couple, cause you're gonna be having like multiple times a week, you will not have the irritability from gas. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. So beyond that, let me ask you, what is your, because I know we're like super short on time here, but what is your like go-to, what is your go-to mm, plant-based meal at the moment? Everyone always wants to know. Everyone always asks me, what do you eat? You know, and I'm, 
I, I eat seasonally personally, but people are like, what do you eat? Like, don't you miss this? So what is your, okay, two things. What's your, what's your treat for yourself? And what's kind of like your go-to staple right now? All right. So my go-to staple, I'm known as the potato girl and any type of potato, I'll take it. And I am so easy to please. I don't need crazy recipes. I don't need anything insane. Just give me potatoes and I'm the happiest girl in the world. If you have not had a Japanese sweet potato, the purple ones, honey, have you had them with cinnamon? Oh, I do. I put cinnamon on everything. I have potatoes with my cinnamon. (laughs) Yep. That's kind of like my life. I have beans with my cinnamon. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that is it for me. And honestly, like my birthday's coming up and Valentine's Day, my boyfriend's like, I'm either getting you a bag of red grapes or I'm getting you Japanese sweet potatoes because <laughs> these foods make me feel so incredible that I don't feel like I need to cheat on a diet that makes me feel so amazing. And, and I wouldn't want to eat something that's going to make me feel terrible. And that's the honest to God yeah. truth. Yeah. I really don't like how I feel from that other stuff. And I like cross my heart, hope to die. I I really mean that from the bottom of my heart. When you feel this good, why wouldn't, why would you want to feel any other way? Um, So so when you ask like, what's, what's a treat for myself? I don't even think of something food related because I don't, I don't, I don't think of it that way that I would need to like, Oh, I got to take a break from this plant-based diet. When I think of a treat for myself, I think of like going and getting a massage or oh, we have this place same. called Stretch Lab where you oh. go and they stretch you out. Oh. This, to me, that is self-care. Oh that is what I should be doing. So that that is how I treat myself. No, I'm I, seriously like the more and more I get to know each other, we are literally like of one mind. Uh, we'd be great roommates and um, – you know, I'm the same way. Like, my treat for myself is literally, like, oh, my gosh, if there's a bath, I will take a bath, you know? But I've never had, like, a sweet tooth, you know? I've been more of a savory person. And, like, I'm pretty bland just like you. Like, I'm like, oh, my gosh, fennel. Like, you know? Or, like, <laughs> an avocado. Like, ah! You know, and, like, if a tree, I'm like, oh, my gosh, tea all the time. Please, I want tea. But besides that, like, I've gotten, you know, people are like, you have so much self-restraint. I'm like, I just, I'm not hungry. I don't want it. I'm, I'm not like, I guess, you know, when people are, and I'm going off a tangent, and we're going to close up pretty soon, but you know how, like, you're at a farmer's market, there's samples, people are like, love Costco because there's samples, and they're like, I'm not hungry, but I'll take it. You know, if it's free, I'll take it. I don't care what it is, I'll take it. I'm not that type of person. I don't want it, you know, like. I think we all need to start realizing, like, going back to, like, nutrition and lifestyle, nutrition and lifestyle, what fills your cup up? Just like I'm doing right now, like, oh my gosh, I'm sitting in the sun and my on my floor, you know, like, that fills my cup up, you know, like, what fills your cup up in your lifestyle, you know? It's not about stuff, but what's going to fulfill you as, you know, being your best, so you can like vibrate on like the highest level possible, right? Right. And to do it with intention mm. and to do it unapologetically. Yeah. So like when you said about walking on the farmer's market, like, oh, I'm just going to eat it when it's there. Like, 
are you eating that with intention? Or are you doing it out of compulsion and because yes. of the environment you're yeah. in? Really get in tune with yourself and what you want. Yeah, yeah. So another thing with that, guys, that's a perfect example. I went to Italy um, for the first time in September and people were like, oh my gosh, you, how are you going to not have the cheese and the, the meats and the wine? First of all, I can't have wine because I can't have sulfites. And the other thing is like, I never really liked cheese and plus I don't eat cheese, you know? And they're like, oh, and the pasta, blah, 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 all this stuff. And I'm like, wow, I really like, I was completely 100% fine because Italy is so known for their rich vegetables and like everything so fresh. So it's like, are you doing things out of compulsion or intention? Right? Right. So my darling, I have a question for you. All right, so what is your honest truth for maintaining a lifestyle, actually a successful lifestyle? What's your honest truth? My honest truth is that a 97% is still an A plus. Mm. So you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to get 100%. Just do your best. That's all you can do. And remember that even a 90% is still an A. I love that. So create an A life for yourself. Woo! Well, it was so fun to connect up with you. I'm excited. Your birthday's coming up. So we'll have to have a um, a virtual party. Yes. <laughs> Yay! Um, okay. Well, you guys, you can find her at, go for it. At Healthy Emmy on Instagram. And then on YouTube, I'm also Healthy Emmy. And it's E-M-M-I-E. Yay, I love it. Cool, 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 cool. All right, guys. It's been an honor. It's been a pleasure. I'm going to go outside and play now because I've been trying to play more in my life, and y'all should too. So, but before I leave you, I have to tell you something. One more thing. We just talked about it. If you listen to this after Valentine's Day, which probably you will, remember what we said. Self-care, self-love. You come first in this life. Create an intention of living, right? Don't create an impulsion. (laughs) Impulsion. I just made that word up. Compulsion, right? Judgments are going to happen. But how do you think about yourself? Really think about this, okay? Okay, dogs. So spread the love for me. We are on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Simplecast FM, iTunes. Until next time. Kiss, kiss, hug, hug, peace, love, ciao. Okay, so now you can all literally relate to what I just said, right? I mean, me and Emily, that conversation, that soulful connection, I mean, it's so funny, you know, when you just open up your heart, it opens up your mind, you know, within just whatever you want to talk about. The biggest takeaway I had from our discussion, I think many of you can all kind of take it away as well, is the fact of going through life with intention or with compulsion, okay? Think about this. Everything that you do, everything that you even see in judgment purposes, is it out of intention or compulsion? Think about that. All right, guys, thank you again for tuning in. Spread this along. I want the five-star ratings. I'm telling you exactly what I want. I want to build this ship so I can spread my truth to each and every one of you 
every single week. And plus, I want to know who else do you want on here? What topics do you want on here? What questions do you have? Reach out to me. Don't be bashful. Do not hide under the covers because you know what? You got a friend in me. So until next time, kiss, kiss, hug, hug, peace, love. Ciao. Hello, sweet beans. I wanted to remind you that today's podcast was brought to you by the Just Being Honest team. Yeah, KB, me. So KB's lifestyle design, what's it all about? As I mentioned before, it's about creating that substance in your life. What are you really searching for? Wait, it's not about searching. It's about unveiling what is already deep within you. So a little bit health coaching, a little bit life coaching, a little bit regaining that truth within you. So do you want to know where to start? How to begin? It's easy. Call me. I will give you your first discovery call for free. So just contact me, KB, and say JBH free, and you'll get your first discovery call free. (laughs) 